0: Hello and welcome to the November edition of the Kirkgate Messenger, the monthly magazine produced by Kirkgate Church in Salkoots. Our readers this month are our minister as always, the Reverend Nigel Chikanya, myself Stuart McMahon, Vivian Bruce and Fiona Liddell.
1: Message from the One of my friends has said the following words in a court. If you are a Christian, you should witness to the truth and refuse to believe the lies that live within you and that may come from our cultures and of God. I have no doubt that there have been a lot of beliefs imposed on us due to the pandemic. Many of us find ourselves more selfish than before and we can justify this. But our Christian mandate will always call on us to bind up the brokenhearted the responsibility to care for one another will continue to fall on each of us because we share a common humanity and we each bear the image of god as difficult as it may be for most of us we encourage to live the kind of life that expresses the values of goodness and grace towards one another this month just as last month i continue to point you or to the simple basics we need to apply in these tough times. I therefore propose a survival strategy in these trying times. At the heart of this is the encouragement to replace evil with good. Whatever you can do to see the good prevails, do that in your life. C. Count Count your blessings so that you stop focusing on the negatives around you. If you, have heard, if you have a roof over your head, food on your table, clothes on your body, and have had a primary school education, count yourself blessed. Most people in the world do not have those. Or, open your eyes to what God is still doing around you. God is still providing, protecting, preserving, and blessing you and others. Or, relax. Stress will never help you. After praying, relax in the Lord and watch God direct your paths step by step until you succeed or offer to help others. Look outside yourself and your needs and you will find happiness in saving others. It has been said, life's most persistent and urgent question is, what are you doing for others? And nourish your spiritual life. Feed on the word of God which is so powerful, it can turn your mood into a more positive, hopeful one. Nourish your soul, not just your body. A. Adjust adjust to the new normal. Adjust your expectations in order to to avoid disappointment. Adjust your relationships so that they become life-giving. Adjust your attitude so that you don't emit negative energy. And above all, Let us fix our eyes on Jesus, the author and perfecter of our faith, who for the joy set before him, endured the cross, scorning its shame, and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Consider him who endured such opposition from sinful men, so that you will not grow, grow weary and lose heart. Hebrews 12, verse 2 and 3. Yours, Nigel.
2: Kirk session. Many thanks to everyone who donated generously to our harvest appeal, which was need of Christian Aid. At the time of our meeting, we had received three hundred and ninety-two pounds and ten pence, with some donations still to come. Remembrance Sunday this year falls on the fourteenth of November. We agreed to send a donation to Poppy Scotland rather than buying a wreath for the cenotaph. Our thoughts turned to Christmas. The first Sunday in Advent will be Sunday the 28th of November. The Sacrament of Holy Communion will be celebrated at our services on Thursday the 2nd of December and Sunday the 5th of December. Sunday the 5th of December will also be our gift service and we agreed to once again support the Night Before Christmas campaign. Your gifts can be for children, teenagers or adults and should be brought unwrapped. Some suggested items are sweets and chocolates, hats, scarves and gloves, small toys, books, soft toys and toiletries. There will be a service at 3pm on Christmas Eve, Friday the 24th of December and the usual morning service on Sunday the 26th of December. We have been concerned about the lack of progress with the work in the sanctuary but hopefully This is now back on track and will be completed in the near future. We were pleased that our online service was featured on the Church of Scotland website at the beginning of October. It is great that our care and shared lunches on Fridays have resumed. After a slow start, the turnout has increased and we hope that this will continue. If you would like to help out on a Friday, please speak to Pam Martin. Kirk Session will not meet again until December to allow time for committees to meet. All of the committees are always looking for help and for new ideas and you do not need to be an elder to be a member of a committee. Please consider offering your help. Vivian Bruce, Session Clerk. Presbytery Report Presbytery met in West Parish Church on the 5th of October 2021 in person and over Zoom. The main theme of this month's meeting was discussing the Presbytery Plan. The Appraisal Committee reported back from the meeting held on the 25th of September that every church in our Presbytery had two representatives attending. This was a very good meeting, which Vivian and myself attended, and there is fuller information regarding this elsewhere in the magazine. The Appraisal Committee intend visiting every Kirk Session between November and January to discuss the plan. We have not had our date for this yet. The timeline for the plan to be in place is very tight and we must encourage our congregations to participate. An audit of all the church buildings will also take place to help make choices. Many questions were asked about the buildings and churches, especially as we have been shut down for so long. Some felt this was not the time to be doing this, but Presbytery had been set this task by the General Trustees as part of the need to make changes for the survival of our churches. The other business was straightforward and the meeting closed, the next meeting being held on 2nd of November. Margaret Cassidy, Presbytery Elder.
0: And now for an article about the Adrosan Presbytery's new mission plan. Why are we doing what we are doing? The Church of Scotland faces many challenges. Falling membership, lack of ministers, lack of finance and too many buildings which are not fit for purpose. Because of these issues, the General Assembly of 2018 called for a radical action plan which was presented at the General Assembly of 2019. The Presbytery Mission Plan is a direct result of the Radical Action Plan to try to enable the Church to carry out its core purpose, which is to follow Jesus and to encourage others to follow Jesus. The General Assembly of 2021 requires all Presbyteries in the Church of Scotland to produce a Presbytery Mission Plan to be approved by the end of December 2025. With Ardrossan Presbytery uniting with five other presbyteries to form the Presbytery of the South West by September 2022, we need to have our plan in place before then. Our presbytery mission plan has to be shaped by mission and be in line with the five marks of mission. These marks are as follows. The mission of the Church is the mission of Christ. A to proclaim the good news of the Kingdom, to teach, baptise and nurture new believers, to respond to human need by loving service, to transform unjust structures of society to challenge violence of every kind and pursue peace and reconciliation. And finally, to strive to safeguard the integrity of creation and sustain and renew the life of the earth. So what does this mean for our chosen presbytery? The Presbytery of Ardrossan presently comprises 27 congregations, organised into 20 charges. In September 2021, there were 8 vacant charges. We have 12 stipendary parish ministers in post, and there are 2 deacons in post and a further 3 mission development staff, (MDS). In our existing Presbytery Plan, we have allocated 23.1 full-time equivalent posts. In our new Presbytery Mission Plan, this must reduce to just 13.5 full-time equivalent posts. The three towns currently have 6.1 full-time equivalents, which must be reduced to 3.5 full-time equivalents. We must also reduce our number of buildings. So how do we do this? The Presbytery Mission Plan Act guidance is clear. Mission must be the priority, followed by the people and congregational structures with buildings last. So the timeline for all this. September 2021, there was meetings with ministers, deacons and MDS staff and interim moderators and a meeting with all representatives from Kirk Sessions. In October 21, a survey has to be sent to Kirk Sessions for completion. November 21 to January 22, there will be visits to Kirk Sessions. In February 22, begin the process of approval of the Presbytery Mission Plan and by June 22, fully have a fully completed and approved Presbytery Mission Plan. Buildings Alongside this timeline, Presbytery will be working closely with the General Trustees to help determine which buildings should be retained in line with the mission plan. In each mission plan, a determination must be made on each building. Category A is to be retained for the lifespan of the plan, or Category B to be disposed of in the lifespan of the plan. With the Presbytery Mission Plan needing to be completed in a relatively short period of time, this is going to be a challenge. Please be assured that Ardrossan Presbytery intends for the Mission Plan to be developed collaboratively and progressed from the grassroots within the parameters that have been given to us. So, where do we go from here? Firstly, we will get a visit from the Appraisal Committee sometime between November and January 2022. We will have to meet with other Kirk Sessions in the three towns and agree what our plan will be. We have to agree what buildings stay and what goes and the committee will advise us of their answers after they have completed the service. So that is where we are today. The Kirk Session has met to review our own Kirkgate mission plan to show that we have a strong and positive outlook for the future of our church and to make sure our church remains open in the town. We are fortunate that Nigel has an unrestricted tenure which means that no changes can be made without his agreement. At this stage we do not know what will happen and we can only pray for God's guidance to help us all to reach a satisfactory conclusion. I will keep you updated when decisions are made and that's by Margaret Cassidy, our Presbytery Elder.
3: Prayer page, contributed by Alison Buick Living God On this day we are called to remember the past. All those who lost their lives in the course of wars. The horrors they endured. The determination they displayed to defend the values we hold so dear today. The sacrifices they made so that we might now enjoy lasting peace. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Living God, forgive us that despite our words, all too easily we forget. We fail to learn the lessons of the past. We forget the debt we owe. We take for granted the security we enjoy. We do not work for the kind of world so many gave their lives for. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Living God, let there be peace in our world where now there is war And grant the time will come when nations will live together justly, openly, and harmoniously in a common fellowship of humankind. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer in the name of the one who came in peace, Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. God is no respecter of person. Without fear or favour, The young traffic warden approached the expired meter, looked the car over, pulled out her ticket book and began to write. As she wrote the ticket, the car's owner came huffing and puffing at a gallop. Wait a minute, he yelled. I just went to get change. The young lady smiled, tore out the ticket, presented it to the man and said, I've heard that before. Without fear or favour, she handed the ticket to none other than her husband. God loves us, regardless of our station in life. From the
2: editor. It seems no time since last month's edition and I am already talking about 2022. The next deadline date for contributions is 28th of November at the very latest please and should include any information through to 6th of February 2022, since we don't print in January. Instead of sending cards to all your friends and family, you can send a seasonal message to them to be included in the December magazine. We ask for a small donation, which you can send to me with your message at 8 Kennedy Road, Sulcoats, KA215NG. Renewal of your postage donation of £9 for the messenger will be due in February. Reminders will be sent out with the magazine next month to all those who currently receive it by post. Further details in next month's magazine. If you know of any business who would like to take advertising with us, January is also the time when we review our current advertisers. So please ask around your favourite shops and if interested, please tell them to get in touch with us. The advertising is very important to us as it helps to cover some of the costs of printing and running costs of the printing machine. Please keep us informed of any special birthdays, anniversaries or any other special events that you hear about. You might want to share a story about a special trip you took since restrictions were lifted. You'll find lots of other information to keep our church family informed on the website. Please feel free to email me at elizabeth.mcmachan at talktalk.net or send a written copy if you don't use a computer. Elizabeth McMahon, editor. Keep fit group. After serious consideration, I have decided not to continue as a voluntary Keep Fit instructor at Kirkgate on a Monday morning. After more than 20 years' involvement, I still see the benefit for all the ladies and myself, physically and mentally, who have faithfully supported the group. The charges per person started at 20 pence, increased to 50 pence, and then a pound with inflation. We donated all our income to the church. A thank you for giving us the use of the hall and the kettle for the most important cup of tea afterwards. We have not been allowed to meet for 20 months because of COVID, and as the Church of Scotland stipulate the face masks are still to be worn during our meetings, I find it dangerous to health to do physical exercises with restriction to oxygen, particularly considering the age group who attend the exercise group in the morning. For personal reasons, my car and myself have passed our best before date and I do not relish the thought of carrying my CD player, tea, coffee and milk to church and back during the winter months. So it is with regret I tender my resignation. Many thanks to all my Cape Fit colleagues from all the churches in and around the three towns. Take care, Solveig McCullough.
3: Kirkgate family. Keeping connected, the churches wherever God's people are seeking to reach out and touch folk wherever they are. Hello to all. Pastoral care continues through the dedication and support of all team members and our band of very willing volunteer callers. As always, grateful thanks to all involved. As stated in last month's magazine, our intention was to hold a face-to-face pastoral team meeting as soon as authorised by Church of Scotland. I am pleased to say this meeting will take place on Tuesday the 16th of November at 10.30am. All pastoral team members will receive notification personally in due course. This will be the first time the team has been together since COVID lockdown. Much to catch up on, ideas and plans discussed for the way forward for pastoral care in Kirkgate under Nigel's ministry. Hopefully, as we emerge into some form of normal church worship, life and work for as many of the congregation as possible will return. We continue to call, visit and maintain contact with folk on our lists and to keep the Kirkgate family in our thoughts and prayers. Pray especially for the ongoing work of the pastoral care team and volunteer callers, along with Nigel, our minister, as we look to the future and reap the seeds of love sown through our dedicated team. Kind wishes, Evelyn Green, pastoral team coordinator, volunteer callers and our minister, Nigel. Pastoral care contacts the pastoral team are working very hard behind the scenes. Please keep the team up to date with information about people who need pastoral care or support at this difficult time for everyone. Please don't assume they already know. They would rather hear several times over than not at all. The main contacts for pastoral care are Miss Alison Buick 02194 Mrs. Morag Forsyth, 463762, six three seven six two, Mrs. Evelyn Green, O one two nine four four six nine seven oh six, and Mrs. Jennifer Fox, O one two nine four four six five nine four seven. Digital and printed copies of the Kirkgate Messenger. If you would like to receive the Kirkgate Messenger by email, then please send an email to messenger at kirkgatechurch.org.uk and we'll add you into the mailing list for the next edition. If you know of any members who would like to receive a printed copy of the Kirkgate Messenger, we are asking for a small donation towards the postage £1 per issue, billed annually in February. Contact the editor to be added to the mailing list. Thank you. Keeping in touch
0: with Kirkgate. Sunday and midweek services. Our Sunday service is held at 10.45am. With one metre social distancing in our hall, we can accommodate 33 people at these services. The service will still be available online, live via YouTube, with a recording available shortly afterwards on the website. Twilio phone service which is 01294 444 201 and on all main podcasting channels. It is still necessary to reserve your seat in advance by contacting mom on 01294 602 410. And it is equally important to let MIMA know if your plans change and you will not be coming as there may be a waiting list for other folk wishing to attend. The midweek service continues at 10.30am with seat reservations still required by by phoning MIMA. The Zoom chat session. Our chat sessions via Zoom are now being held only on the first Tuesday of every month from half past 10 till half 11.00. It's an informal meeting that anyone can join if you just want to blather with someone whilst having your morning cuppa. You can join for a few minutes or stay for the full hour, the choice is yours. The next session will be on Tuesday the 7th of December. To join the Zoom meetings you can do that either online if you have the facility by visiting www.zoom.us then clicking join a meeting and entering in the following meeting ID and passcode. The meeting ID is 645 176 4317 and the passcode is 2021. You can also dial into Zoom by phone if you don't have access to a computer and webcam. And the number for that is O one three one four six zero. One one nine six, and entering in the meeting details that I've just read out, the meeting id six four five one seven six four three one seven and the passcode of two zero two one calls may be charged at your usual rate for u k landline numbers, which are often free for sixty minutes depending on your telephone service provider. And finally the twilio phone service. Please remind anyone who maybe doesn't have access to the internet that the phone service on 444 201 is available to them, as its usage has dropped significantly over the past few months. There are usually two options available on it. Where you, at the moment you can press 1 to listen to the weekly Sunday service, which is usually available after between 1 and 2 o'clock in the afternoon, or press 2 to listen to an audio version of this magazine. Thank you.
3: Prayer Group We meet on the first Sunday of every month after the service, so please stay and join us. Heavenly Father, hear this our prayers as we pray for our church and congregation, especially those who have not been able to join us again back at church yet. Father, we pray for everyone's good health and well-being at this time and ask that you will be, be with each one of us today, tomorrow and always. Amen. Should you not be able to attend and would like us to pray for someone, something or even yourself, then please drop me an email at m-cassidy2 at sky.com or phone me on 01294 and I will be more than happy to pray for you, Margaret Cassidy. Kirkgate Crafters, thank you so much to everyone who has knitted poppies over the past months. I've sent some to Jill at the prison and she is so very grateful. I also managed to coax her into knitting some daffodils for us. If you can find a moment or you need a break from Christmas preparations, then maybe you could knit some daffodils for the fall, which we hope to have completed and on display in time for Easter. You'll find the pattern elsewhere in the magazine, or I can get you a copy. Thanks for all your support. Keep safe and well. Fiona Ragbag Collection Thanks for the many rag bags which were collected and uplifted on Tuesday the 26th of October. We look forward to Elma telling us how much they raised. Thanks to the helpers who assisted with the lift. Craft team. Christmas coffee and cards, Saturday 13th of November in the church hall, 10am to 1pm. The craft group are happy to be able to meet again in the hall. At the moment, we will meet from 1 till 3 every Tuesday. We've missed being together, swapping ideas and picking each other's brains. Even without meeting together, we have managed to make a great variety of Christmas cards, which will be on sale at Coffee and Cards in the Hall on Saturday the 13th of November between 10am and 1pm. Due to restrictions, everyone attending will be asked to wear a mask. Tea and coffee will be available for a donation of your choice and all money raised will go to church funds. Don't worry if you can't attend. We will still be able to deliver and collect a basket of Christmas cards to and from your door to choose from at your leisure. Just contact any member of the group to arrange a suitable time. Jean Hay. And now for
0: the Treasurer's report. The balances of accounts as at the 28th of October 2021 were as follows. The general account had £15,230. Fabric account £9,244. The Knoxon Bequest Fund had £5,328.84 pence. The session discretionary fund had 559 pounds and a penny. The session benevolent fund had 225 pounds. The ministers benevolent fund had 3212 pounds. Mrs Reed's bequest has 256 pounds. The organ fund has 2335 pounds. Mrs Irvin's bequest has £1,000 and Mrs Lockie's bequest has £500 and a presbytery's reduction of £2,190. The amount collected by standing order, cheques and collection for the month of September was as follows. <coughs> standing order and cheques was 3177 pounds pence, and in the open plate we received £1,139. The final total we raised for Christian Aid through our Harvest Thanksgiving was an excellent £527.10. Thank you all to who contributed. It was a great effort. Again, can I just say a huge thank you to all the members of the congregation who have kept up with their collections and made donations despite all the restrictions that we are facing now. It is very much appreciated and allows all our bills to be paid, as unfortunately they still have to be settled. Thank you to everyone who has sent me cheques or their envelopes, which I have credited to the bank. If anyone wishes to take out standing order, then please contact either me by phone on 464 933 or by email at treasurer at kirkgatechurch.org.uk. Take, everyone, take care, everyone, and stay safe. And that's by Jean Rainey. With Christmas rapidly approaching, please remember that you can also raise funds for the church using Amazon Smile and easyfundraising.org.uk at no extra cost to yourself. There's links uh, in the magazine uh, that you can click through from that. And to date... Twenty-one pounds and ninety pence has been raised eh, with Amazon Smile, and sixty-five pounds thirty-three pence has been raised via EasyFundraising.org.uk. Just search for Kirkgate Church on either of those sites to sign up.
2: Country Dance Club. The Country Dance Club has now been dancing since mid-September. We are all enjoying dancing again inside after a long break. Once a month we have live music with Billy Gray playing on his accordion. As often on the Thursday nearest Halloween, we come dressed as a dance. This is always fun and costumes can be complicated. Example, David as Duran Ranger or simply Example. Bill with a tartan tie as a touch of tartan. We continue to alternate afternoons at 2.30pm And evenings at 7.30pm. New members are always welcome. Elizabeth Howey Letter of Appreciation My heartfelt thanks to all my friends within and out with the church for the telephone calls, visits, flowers and many lovely cards and the messages written with love, sympathy, comfort and support on the sudden devastating loss of my daughter Fiona. No words can describe the pain and terrible loss but all your comforting messages and prayers have meant so very much to my son Ian, Kim and myself, with love and thanks, Margot Curtis. The Guild Now that meetings are allowed, the decision was taken to ring round our members and extend a welcome back to the Guild for an informal get-together for a chat. We plan to discuss the way forward for future meetings over a welcome cup of tea on Monday the 8th of November at 2pm. If you would like to come along, member or not, male or female, please feel free to do so and be assured of a warm welcome. Thank you. We would like to extend our thanks to Solveig for all the years she has given as a volunteer keep fit instructor in Kirkgate. As you have read, her class attracted many from within the three towns and was most popular. Solveig, your class will be missed, but we wish you well in your well-deserved retirement. A huge thank you to the team of ladies who organised and filled the shoe boxes a mammoth task, all done behind the scenes, from wrapping the boxes to filling them buying essential items with your donations and lots more. Just to let you know that all your hard work does not go unnoticed and is very much
3: appreciated. Remembrance Sunday, 14th November. 1921 Poppy Pledge. In 1921, the poppy was born. A hundred years on, you can help the poppy thrive. The 1921 Poppy Pledge is a year long celebration of the poppy. Help us to mark this milestone and raise vital funds for our armed forces community. The Lifeblood of Poppy Scotland Three million poppies are distributed across Scotland by 10,000 volunteers who carry out collections on high streets, in supermarkets, and other venues. As well as ensuring that poppies and tins are displayed in shops, businesses and schools. They shall not grow old, as we that are left grow old. Age shall not weary them, nor the years condemn. At the going down of the sun and in the morning we will remember them. Remembered still those souls Ernie Rowe, remembered still those souls who tried to save the world, but many died. A moment stolen for a tear, as we recall those unlived years. The camaraderie that flew those souls back home to those they knew, and loved them dear and held them close, but for our sakes released to foes, The silence that they leave behind in space to calm the troubled minds of those they loved and can't rewind. Again this day we give our thanks for those returned from serving ranks and them as gave it all away forever in our minds will stay. Kirkgate is supporting the National Light Up Red campaign in support of the Scottish Poppy Appeal. Each year, the Light Up Red campaign raises awareness of the Scottish poppy appeal and Stuart has sent a picture of Kirkgate for the British Legion's website. Lighting up can also provide a message of hope and togetherness, something we need now more than ever. Night Before Christmas campaign.
2: Would you like to be one of Santa's elves? Join the Night Before Christmas team and spread the Christmas cheer. Sadly, one in five children live in poverty in Scotland. 16,500 children in Ayrshire live in poverty. These children will not have the Christmas they hoped for. We rely on people like you to open their hearts and support us by donating their time to package and deliver a gift of Christmas essentials to vulnerable children and young people in Ayrshire. If you would like to find out more, please speak to Jodie and Karen. Telephone number 07837 or 07450 or email nb4cc at gmail.com www.nightbeforechristmas.co.uk Facebook A Night Before Christmas campaign. What we do. We build boxes. We provide Night Before Christmas boxes in the hope that it will bring some magic for children at Christmas. We build networks. We are building a team of volunteers who give their time to providing children with hope at a special time of year. We build hope. Our charitable purpose is the prevention or relief of poverty and we feel strongly that no one should go without at Christmas. Donations for our Christmas gift service on Sunday the 5th of December will be sent to the charity night before Christmas. All donations remain in Ayrshire. Baby Tutine. Baby Tutine has been set up as a branch of Night Before Christmas by one of the original elves, Karen. In 2021, Siobhan Brown, MSP, merged South Ayrshire Baby Bank into Baby Tutine. The aim of the organisation is to help support families in need during a time of financial stress and helps families through individual referrals from health visitors and local authorities. Baby to Teen raise funds through their shop based at the Tusker Hub, 60 High Street Air, KA71PQ, a shop that not only sells products for babies children and young adults at affordable prices, but also encourages reuse of items that still have plenty of life left in them for someone else to enjoy and make use of. As well as being based in the Tusker Hub, Baby to also hosts pop-up shops in partnership with local communities, schools and food banks. AIMS to relieve poverty within South Ayrshire by sourcing good quality new and pre-life products to families in need. To promote greener living by upcycling products and therefore reducing the amount of waste. To build long-lasting relationships with local authorities, health visitors, food banks and schools to support local families in need. To promote baby to teen in the local community to encourage donations of items. To find out more, contact Karen, telephone number 07450639786, email baby2teen at outlook.com, Facebook at baby2teen. And now for a list of whats on in Kirkgate
0: during November and December. Here are the regular weekly meetings. On Sunday at 10.45 we have our morning worship. Tuesdays between 1 and 3 pm the craft team will meet. On Thursdays at half past 10 the midweek service is held. And then on alternate weeks uh, at either 2.30pm or 7.30pm, the Country Dance Club will meet. And on Fridays between half 12 and 2pm, the Care and Share lunch has restarted. Monthly meetings that we hold are that we have the prayer group meeting uh, on the first Sunday of the month after the morning worship, and then we have our Zoom chat session on the first Tuesday of the month between half 10 and half 11. Other forthcoming events say during November and December. On Monday the 8th of November at 2pm the Guild will be having a get-together. On Wednesday the 10th at 11 the Church and Community Committee will be having a meeting. On Saturday the 13th between 10am and 1pm the craft team will be holding their Christmas coffee and cards. A reminder that next Sunday the 14th at 10.45 we will have our Service of Remembrance. And on Tuesday the 16th at half past ten the Pastoral Care team will be meeting. On Sunday the 21st during our morning service we will—it uh, it is being part of Crossreach Social Care Sunday where Margaret Cassidy will tell us some of the work about Crossreach. On Sunday the 28th of November, that is the first Sunday in Advent and material will be required for the next edition of the Kirkgate messenger. Into December, then on Thursday the 2nd of December will be the midweek service, which will include uh, the Sacrament of Holy Communion at half past ten, and on the same day, on Thursday the 2nd at half past seven, the Kirk Session will meet at, a, 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 at in the evening at half seven. On Sunday the 5th, Of December, that's the second Sunday in Advent, we will celebrate the sacrament of Holy Communion and it will also be the service where uh, there will be the dedication of Christmas gifts for the uh, Night Before Christmas campaign. And a wee bit further ahead, we'll mention this next month again, but our Christmas services will be uh, as follows. Uh, On Christmas Eve uh, we will have a service at 3 o'clock On Christmas Day there won't be any service, that's on the Saturday, Uh, but on Sunday the 26th Boxing Day we will have our services as normal. And now just a little reflection. We missed seeing you at church and wondered how you are. We hope and pray that you'll return, for your absence breaks our hearts. We want you to know we care and miss you very much. We pray God's love will reach inside
3: with a special touch, and that's by M.S. Lounds. Blytheswood Shoebox Appeal 2021 Once again, you have excelled in your generosity in providing donations of all sorts for the Blytheswood Shoebox Appeal. Whether supplying knitting, other clothing, toiletries or finance, all has resulted in a total of 228 shoeboxes, including those completed from home. By the time you read this, the boxes will have been uplifted for the start of their journey. Sincere thanks to the team of ladies who happily packed the goods. There will be many happy people in Moldova this Christmas. Church and community. As I write, I am in the midst of arranging the first meeting of the committee, which has been unable to meet for quite some time. I am happy to report that we've managed to set a date for Wednesday the 10th of October at 11am in the Church Hall. I am pleased to say that Mary Stewart and Pam Martin have volunteered to join the group and we welcome their input and help. There is still room for more. If you would like to join, please contact me. We would hope to have some more details of any plans we have discussed for you in the next magazine. Margaret Cassidy Crossreach I am still at Cumnor Hall in air at this time but we have a new manager in place now so it might not be long until I can retire again. Both South Beach House and Cumnor Hall are very busy. It is so nice to be able to see and speak to relatives once again. Both homes have various staff vacancies at this time that both managers are trying to fill. If you hear of anyone looking for care work, send them along. Crossreach Social Care Sunday is the 21st of November 2021 and I will be speaking during the morning service on the work that Crossreach does throughout Scotland. So hopefully you will be able to either attend in person or listen at home. Margaret Cassidy. Raising money for children in need.
2: What I've learned in my journey through life is that there are two ways of living our lives. The easy way living for ourselves and enjoying our comforts and wealth or the more difficult way of getting out there and helping improve things for others in our community. The first way leaves one unfulfilled and the second way gives a much greater sense of happiness and achievement. To that end on my 74th birthday I wanted to set myself a challenge so that others would benefit from my efforts of cycling for children in need. I set up a children in need fundraising page on my Facebook and advised Kirkgate of my challenge. Despite the inclement weather, the first part of my challenge, cycling from Stevenson to Larks, then round Millport and back to Stevenson, was completed on the day of my birthday saturday the 23rd of october on sunday the 24th i cycled from stevenson vehicle winning and Irvine to air a total of slightly over 21 miles because of the time and exertions of saturday catching up with me i decided to complete the last part of my birthday challenge on monday the 25th Ayr railway station to Colne, in total A grand total of 74 miles. What was strange was when I was sitting in the bus with my folding bicycle going from Colleen to Airbus station on the return journey I noticed a piece of twig on my front tire and when I pulled at it all the air came out of my tire it was a large thorn. I don't know when it got lodged in the tire it could have been any time in the previous three days And if I pulled it out sooner, I could have been stranded miles from a town and completing my birthday challenge would have been seriously delayed. I got home on Monday night, tired but happy that I had completed my challenge. Many thanks to all those who have donated or intend to donate to my fundraiser to help children in need. God bless. Kind regards, John Baxter. A belated happy 74th birthday to John from all at Kirkgate. Well done.
0: Karen and share. Autumn is truly with us, with days getting shorter and colder, not to mention wetter. The Friday Lunch Club is now re-established, with attendances growing. We are welcoming a lot of new friends, as well as many of those who came before lockdown. We are very pleased at the news that several of our lunch club friends have now secured jobs and although we are sad that we won't see them regularly, we are happy for them and wish them very well. The Christmas party plans are underway with gifts organised and entertainment booked. This was a most enjoyable enjoyable event in 2019 and we are looking forward to this year excitedly. Graham, our community link-up support worker, is planning some community events and is hopeful that we can support him with this, as we did with his Burns supper. As ever, if anyone has a couple of hours to spare on a Friday, we are always grateful to have volunteers. Please come and have lunch with us and see what we get up to. Plans for the Dorai Care and Shared Lunch Club were halted by lockdown just as they were about to open, which was very unfortunate and a big loss to that community. However, more good news. The venture is back on track and hopes to start up soon. Love and best wishes, Pamela Martin. The Argyle Community Shop The Argyle Community Shop is now open to customers. 20 people have already taken out membership and more applications are encouraged. The shop is open between 12 noon and 4pm every Wednesday in the Argyll Centre. Appointment slots are by phone or text on 07856 900. And that's also by Pam Martin. Quizzes for sale. Elizabeth Howey has compiled her popular quizzes again to raise money for the church. There is a, a suggested £1 donation for each one and you can pick them up at the church or ring Elizabeth who will get them to you. Why not take a few extra and sell them on to your friends? The titles this year are Scottish Towns and Villages and Hymns Old and New. All the inquiries and completed quizzes can be sent to Elizabeth Howe at 93 Argyle Road in Saltcoats KA21 5NE, and her phone number is 01294 467881. There will be a small prize for the first winning entry drawn on Sunday, the twelfth of December. Good luck to you all, and finally, the property report by Mima McSwan. manse. It was most unfortunate for Nigel and the family that the manse suffered not one problem but two just a day or so before they were due to be on holiday. No heating or hot water as the boiler fan failed and required to be replaced. It is so difficult at present to obtain spare parts and then you have a delay in receiving them as transportation is proving difficult. The next problem was that water started seeping through the main bedroom ceiling. The plumber traced this to the Saniflow shower unit and unfortunately a repair was not possible and the unit required to be replaced. Again, the plumber met the same problem trying to obtain a part and have it transported up from England. A difficult few days for the family with no heating or hot water at the time when the weather was turning colder. We are very grateful to Nigel, Xavier, Dee and Dylan for putting up with a major inconvenience and trust that they never have to experience that again. And our thanks go to Ian Riddix and David Robb for their efforts and support to the family at this time. There are still a few problems to be investigated at the manse and that work will be ongoing. Church Phase 2 Significant progress at last and it is so nice to see the sanctuary beginning to take shape. The bulkheads around the lower part of the church have received their plaster skim coat. Plastering on the upper windows in Nengos eh, has started and is almost nearing completion. Electrical work is also nearing completion. The underfloor heating system has now been fitted onto the floor. Control engineers are in the process of testing that system and when all is satisfactory (coughs) then the joiner will fit the flooring sheets on top of, of it all. Redecoration of the walls, balcony, balustrade and supporting pillars will commence along with the repair to the chancel. Cabling is in place to support the audio systems and the organ tuners will visit when all the sanctuary work is completed to allow them to rebuild and test the organ. The audio uh, engineers, GAB, will also visit and fit the AV system units when the sanctuary work is completed. And finally, we will have to clean the sanctuary and prepare it for use, which hopefully will not be too much longer. Mima. Well, that's everything in this month's bumper edition of the Kirkgate Messenger. Many thanks to our readers, and we'll be back next month with the December edition. Thank you for listening.